Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. <laughs> I can't. Okay. <sighs> Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. We are a mother and daughter team of Shannon and Brooke, wanting to educate, entertain, and enlighten all of you to mental health. Yep, and if you had been here just a minute ago, it was very entertaining. Brooke absolutely <laughs> forgot how to start the podcast. <laughs> so this is take 20. <laughs> I may or may not have stared blankly at my mother for like 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> but we're all good now. And before we get started, here is our disclaimer. I am not your therapist, and this is not a therapy session. If anything we talk about brings up issues, triggers anything for you, we strongly recommend that you seek help. And there are many resources available, and we will share one with you now. This podcast is being sponsored by BetterHelp. Like we have mentioned in each of our podcasts, if anything we talk about triggers or brings up any issues, don't hesitate to seek counseling. Everyone has struggles, and therapy does not need to be scary. Everyone deserves to be happy, and you don't need to worry about finding a therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to Ultimate Pocket Therapist listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp.com dot com slash up therapist that's better h-e-l-p dot com slash up therapist thanks again to better help for sponsoring this podcast all right you cheating whore <laughs> <laughs> i am your mother <laughs> a cheating whore <laughs> i have to tell the people the truth <laughs> This is not going well. Well, we just got started. First of all, you couldn't remember how to start. I couldn't speak. And then you're being mean. I am not being... Okay, I'm being mean. You are being mean. But yes, we are talking about cheating. And horse. Well, there's no horse on this. <laughs> just saying. Oh, okay. Just cheating. No horse, just cheating. Just cheating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Oh. But that is the topic. Yes. Yeah. And unfortunately, it tends to be kind of a common one. Yeah, it actually really does. Yeah. Yep. Hard to uh, go through life and not know someone or that this has happened to or stories or maybe even yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So we received an email. It's kind of long, but I'm going to go ahead and, and read it because it's a good one. Um, And then we'll kind of. Talk about it, I guess. That's what we do. That's what we do. We read the emails. We talk about the emails. Yeah. And we try to make the emailer feel better. Oh. We'll have to work on that one. Yeah. Okay. That might that might be our new intro. Okay. Help you emailers feel better. Right. Without being a therapy session. Right. Got it. Got okay. it. Okay. Okay. Carry on. So it says, hi, ladies. 
I listened to your podcast and I am writing this email just to share what is happening in my life. My husband is an effing cheater. I have not wanted to admit that for years. I actually left a therapist's office years ago and never went back because she told me he was a cheater and I told her that was a little harsh because he just made a mistake. That was the second time he had cheated. So the story is that we got married right out of high school because I was pregnant. He went to college part-time and I worked until the baby was born. Because we had an apartment, our friends would come over a lot to hang out. I noticed that he was getting pretty friendly with this one girl. She was just part of the group that came over, not really one of our close friends from school. I told my husband that I thought she liked him, and he told me that was stupid and to stop making up drama. But things kept going on, and I had a funny feeling. One weekend, he told me he needed to take our car and meet a person in another town to study with. We only had one car. I just knew he was lying. I called a friend, told her what was happening, left the baby with my mom, and we drove to that town. It did not take long for me to spot our car at a motel. We parked the car around the corner, and I walked into the office and told the lady that I had locked myself out of the room number that the car was parked in front of. She was so nice and gave me an extra key. I opened the door, and my friend and I walked in. We caught them in bed. This was before cell phones, and I still wish I would have taken a camera. I lost my shit and wanted to hit her. I remember my friend holding me back. I was screaming so loud, I'm surprised the cops didn't show up. I won't go into detail about the rest of the day, but it was horrible. We went to marriage counseling, and things did get better. He said that she had come on to him, and over time, he just gave in. He was on his best behavior. He finished school, and we had another baby. Fast forward. I went to college and graduated with a degree in business administration. We had a third baby, and he was working for a big firm making good money as an accountant. He now has a new co-worker who is young, pretty, and single. He has to train her. They end up spending a great deal of time together. Once again, I start feeling like something is wrong. I confront him about it, and he says it's my imagination. I went to our cell phone carrier and was able to get a printout of all of his text messages. Yes, you used to be able to do that. LOL. <laughs> Back in the old days. I was going to say, this dates are, yeah. I did not tell him I had the printout. I highlighted every message and took it to his boss, my parents, and his parents. I knew where she lived, and one night when he hadn't come home from work and said he was working late, I drove over to her house and again caught him red-handed. This time I kicked him out. I started counseling again. This is when the therapist told me he was a cheater and was never going to change. We stayed separated for a long time. He was remorseful and again on his best behavior. The problem is we get along great until he cheats. He is my best friend. I want to believe that he was sorry and would never do it again. We got back together and things were great for years. The kids were all out of the house and we were doing really good. And yep, the bastard did it again with another co-worker. This time I am done. I kicked him out again and have filed for divorce. I don't understand why I refused to see what he was. 
I just wanted to believe that he would change. There is a part of me that hates him and a part of me that still wants to be with him. That's the confusing part. I decided I need to get help and have called a therapist. This time I will listen. (laughs) My friend, and yes, the same friend from the first time, told me that I need to warn other women that they won't change. I don't understand why you would cheat and risk losing everything, but he is going to lose everything. So if you are with someone who cheats, they won't change. My mom says once a cheater, always a cheater, and she is right. Moms aren't right all the time. Well, this mother was. She certainly was. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. I am sorry that you went through that, but you're right. I mean, especially in this case, they're not change. He's not going to change. No, not not three times. No, there's a pattern there. Yeah, you know, but it's interesting, and I have actually worked with clients that this has happened to, where they have had an incident happen in the beginning of their marriage, and they were good for years and years and years, and then later in life it happens again. You know, and it's just an interesting. My question is, were they good for years and years and years? Or was there just not anyone getting caught for years and years and years? I don't know. You know, it makes you kind of, I would always wonder that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, oh, are we doing good or am I just not catching on to something? Right. Well, I think once the trust is broken in any relationship, it's really hard to get trust back and really let your guard down. Mm -hmm. I think you always wonder. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope she follows through with her divorce. I'm glad she shared that because it is a good warning. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if we have a pattern going on, it's probably not going to change. Right. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'd be really concerned even if it happened once, you mm-hmm. know, to really kind of dissect as to why, how, what, you know, and yeah. just, I would just be careful at that point too because you just never really know well back to that trust deal Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so you know kind of brings up a topic to talk about cheating cheating whores cheating whores all of them (laughs) or cheating bastards cheating bastards there we go cheating cheating erds that's what she called (laughs) cheating bastard i know i saw that that bastard did it again (laughs) so How common is cheating in relationships? So I actually did a little research to kind of see how often this happens. Okay. And what was interesting is it's really hard to get good statistics on it because not everyone defines cheating the same. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, is it you know, actually having a sexual relationship? Is it just flirtation? Do internet affairs count? Mm-hmm. Emotional affairs? You know, it's kind of really hard to get a, a clear definition of what cheating is. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I might be old school, but I've always lived in the anything that is... Seeking comfort, seeking approval, seeking, you know, warm, fuzzy feelings from anyone other than your significant other is a very walking a very fine line on cheating. You're right. 
And so right. it makes me wonder, you know, what other people think about that too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So in kind of researching this, I found what I thought was a really good definition of what an affair is. Okay. Okay. And it says infidelity is sexual or emotional activity outside agreed upon relationship boundaries. Okay. And I like that. Yeah. Because even after our podcast we did last week, you know, with different kind of open relationships. Polyamory. Yes. Yeah. And that, that isn't your traditional idea and can be looked at maybe as an affair, your traditional idea of a marriage. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it's an agreed upon relationship. And so I really like this definition that it's activity outside agreed upon relationship boundaries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why people who agree to have open relationships too won't view it and don't view it as cheating. Right. Because they agree. Right. I know he's out. I know she's doing... But mm-hmm. we right. we know this. Right. We are agreed. Yeah. That was an agreed upon boundary. So in looking at how common it is, I was looking at some um, just statistics on this. Okay. And they said that it ranges anywhere from like 23% of men say they've cheated, 12% of women um, married people who say they cheat 12%, divorced people who say they cheated 26%. Mm. Okay. So actually cheating is one of the major causes for divorce or breakups in, um, relationships where you're not married yet. Okay. Yeah. Like the number one reason. Wow. Uh-huh. So it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing I think it's important to include too is what what affairs can include. Right, that is mm-hmm. very so good. So one thing that the, was listed was a one night stand. Clearly, that's well, to definitely. me pretty obvious. Right, you know. Yep. Um, yep. Impulsive sexual behavior. Okay. But then then we get into the more of the gray areas for some people, like emotional infidelity. Right. An emotional affair. Yeah, an emotional Uh affair. Confiding in someone who's not your spouse Mm -hmm. that you could be attracted to. Right. Strongly desiring a particular someone else. Coveting. 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 Yep. 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 And then desiring your existing mate and someone else. Okay. So that doesn't mean that your, your love, your desire turns off. Right. For your significant other, but... You desire some additional. Yeah, you are desiring someone else. And then um, online flirtation or sexting. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the clear-cut definition or uh, example example guidelines of what an affair is. But I think there is so much gray area on this. Yeah, I do too. Yep. Well, it's one of those things that I believe that it is so easy now to become involved with people because of the internet oh yeah Mm -hmm. because years ago if you cheated it was kind of like this example of our emailer you literally drove to another town and got a motel Mm -hmm. and unless you 
caught them at the motel like she did, or you're going through their pockets trying to find matchbooks with phone numbers on it. Matchbook. Yeah, exactly. Right? Some of our listeners are like, what's a matchbook? What is that? But that used to be the old joke, is there's a number on a matchbook. Why? Because you're cheating, because you got a number from someone else that's somewhere you shouldn't be. Right. Mm -hmm. I wasn't born yet, but I'm just gathering. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the dark ages. Dark ages, when Uh you could actually get matches given to you at places. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's, it's so true. Like right now, sitting here talking to you, I could pull my phone out and sign up for so many dating apps. Oh, I know. To find a way to cheat if I wanted to. It's right. just that easily accessible. It is. Yep. And it's scary. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, and the thing is, is the internet makes it easy to cheat, but it also makes it easy to get caught. Right. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. So that has changed significantly, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to look, find the matchbook B. No. 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 Well, no. you know, it's like back to the email too it's like she in order to catch him had to drive all the way to another town right and hope she found hope she hunted correctly and found the car and found the car now it's like you can guess a password right you're in right yeah so very interesting right exactly yeah it has changed and it opens it up i think one of the biggest questions that come up whenever there's any kind of cheating okay is does he still love me or does she still love me the question of love right you know because it's such a blow to bear and it you know and for many people it does spell the end of the relationship or a divorce Mm -hmm. you know it's just like i said one of the number one reasons that people break up and that's probably not necessarily as much to do about love as it is to do with trust Mm -hmm. being disappointed right and you know led astray right well it's back to the the loyalty the idea that if he did it once or she did it once they can do it again just like we talked about Mm -hmm. you know and it would be really hard not to feel like it wasn't about you Oh, yeah. And like if I, think, I was good enough, he wouldn't. Right. Or if I, if I was big enough, she wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it does bring up that question, can, can he cheat and still love me? I think so. Yeah, I and do too. I think that goes back to like our past episode on the polyamory when I was talking about that professor I had in college. Right. That really explained human nature, mm-hmm. where our natural instincts lie. Mm-hmm. And that she, that professor had mentioned in that, that, you know, men are just designed to not be monogamous. 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 Yeah, that. Yeah, that one. Monogamous. Uh-huh. There you go. Monogamous. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> You got it. I did it. Um, You know, and they're not designed naturally that way. Mm -hmm. And so that doesn't mean that he loves his partner any more or less, but they just might be driven. Right. With more power than they have to resist it. Right. You know. And another kind of along that same line is another interesting idea is that 
you know, just because we get married does not mean we are automatically not attracted. Everyone in the world is unattractive. Very true. Okay. So we still might notice attractive people. We still might feel an attraction towards someone. But the difference is, is that, you know, now we have to make a conscious effort not to act on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because we've made a commitment. Yeah. So those feelings and desires can still be there, but it's what we do with them. Mm -hmm. Because we are, like you said, we're human. Yeah. Of natural instincts that drive us. Right. And so by, you know, making a commitment to a relationship and again, knowing what your boundaries are in that relationship. Having some freaking Mm self-control. Yeah. The self-control. Exactly. Because as humans, we're capable of loving more than one person. I tell that to my clients all the time. Okay. It's like when you have a baby, you love that child. When you have a second baby, you don't stop loving the first. Mm -hmm. We have the capacity to love more than one person. Yeah. Okay. And so because of that, we might fall in love with more than one person. But again, what we do with that can destroy a relationship if we act on it. Mm -hmm. You know, right? Yeah. So I think that's another really important thing to think about is oftentimes, we're not out looking for an affair. But even chatting in an office, spending time like she was telling, the, training the coworker, mm-hmm. you know, spending way too much time, then it it spills over into a, a physical attraction instead of just like an emotional one or meeting needs. Yeah, feeling like someone likes me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But regardless of that you know, you have to realize it's still cheating and, you know, it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't mean it's morally okay to right. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because your partner is still responsible for the choices they made, mm-hmm. you know, regardless. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And everyone is capable of having self-control. Yep. And mm-hmm. if you are married and you guys didn't agree upon an open relationship or a polyamory relationship or, you know, you've only agreed to each other, mm-hmm. then you need to practice self-control and have a relationship with just each other. Right. Yep. Until you guys address something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really so true, I believe. So... You know, we've kind of talked a little bit about why people cheat, you know, temptation and whatever. But some of the other reasons that when I was researching listed and kind of even from working for years in counseling, because so many of the clients that I I see over the years have come in because someone has cheated or is cheating, mm-hmm. you know, and that that happens a lot tends to be one of the reasons for counseling yeah the bigger ones because it does cause a lot of anxiety depression you know it is raises hell on your mental health yeah you know your self-esteem goes in the gutter it's like i said earlier it's really hard not to make it about you right Mm -hmm. even though good enough right or desirable enough or thin enough or whatever you know Mm -hmm. yeah even though Nine times out of ten, that has nothing to do with it. 
No, it's totally a decision they made. And like I said, they still often love the person they're with and still choose to cheat. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes it's not about issues of love. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I know some of the reasons that people come in with that is just feeling like they've grown apart. Mm-hmm. The falling out of love, uh-huh. growing apart. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, they've been together so many years and they're just going down their own paths and one's really busy with their stuff and the other is really busy with their stuff and they don't make time for each other. Mm-hmm. And then someone comes along that like makes them feel good or has time for them. And there's that attraction. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes you wonder too, if you could really study this of different phases of life that people tend to branch out and cheat if they're going to, you know, like right at what ages. Cause it's like when you have little kids and you're so busy, you can't even think about anything else. And then when things slow down or when they become empty nesters and all of a sudden there's nothing else to focus their attention on when Uh they retire, you know, it just kind of makes you wonder of like, well, that's interesting because when I was looking into this and doing research, Mm -hmm. okay, this is how it broke down. Okay. okay. So cheating in 18 to 40 year olds, 11%. Okay. Why, what you're saying in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then cheating from 41 to 54 mm-hmm. year olds, 16%. A little higher. A little higher. And then cheating in 55 to 64 year olds, 18%. Hmm. So what you were just asking makes you wonder the the statistics here show that older people have more of a tendency to cheat than the 18 to 4 year olds. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That makes you want, you know, life slows down, mm-hmm. you're probably retiring. Yeah, like you said, just kind of like, you know, going down your own path, don't have time for each other, mm-hmm. drifting apart. Yeah. Not not having date nights. Yeah. You or know, all of a sudden making it making a priority to be with each other. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden you have a quiet house and you're thinking, you know? Yeah. I really could go for some new tail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of tail be? <laughs> I don't know, some redheaded oh, tail. That's funny. So, you know, it's interesting because another statistic that I ran across mm-hmm. is 24% of marriages affected by infidelity reported staying together. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. But this is the best. 47.5% of those relationships affected by cheating said they established and enforced new relationship rules, such as sharing phone passwords to minimize the likelihood of more affairs. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, there you go. Your uh-huh. the lack of trust. You bet. Yep. Here's the new rules. Here's the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is what's going to change if we stay together. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Wow. Yep. I I don't know. I I thankfully I've not had to do had to deal with any cheating within like a married realm and had to make that decision. Yeah. I would have a really, really, really hard time making that decision. (laughs) Well, you always say, you know, like if he cheats on me, I'm gone. Right. You know, 
And that's kind of what I always lived by. But the idea is, you know, I guess it depends on circumstances or where you're at in your life, because obviously a lot of people choose to to try and work it out and stay together. And Mm -hmm. I've had couples come in that have come in because of um, someone having an affair, Mm -hmm. you know, and I can remember several stories of working it through and actually kind of coming out a little bit stronger because they fixed what they needed to in their relationship. Yeah. You know? You know, and for for some people too, it's like in order to get to the point where you are actually cheating or gonna going to cheat or going mm-hmm. being okay to open those doors. Right. You know, there might be a lot of shit going on in your world and your mental health that got you to a point of breaking. Right. Got you to a point of not being able to have that self control. Mm-hmm. And so they you know, sometimes they are just cheating bastards. But also sometimes there might be a really right deeper issue right. happening that can be worked through and that will never happen again. Right. Mm-hmm. No, know? I agree. Because I've seen many people that, that fall in that category. Mm-hmm. You know? Depression does weird shit to you. You right. never know how mm-hmm. you're going to act. Well, substance abuse does too. Oh, yeah. You know, there's been a lot of people that have had the one night stand or whatever because they were higher drunk or both right yeah yeah the, oh my god like, you wake up somewhere and you're like what happened uh-huh yeah yeah where am i and how did i get here and what did i do mhm mhm yeah. yeah and so dealing with the addiction you know can also you know create stability in the relationship right. one often does yeah yep yeah, I don't think there's any clear cookie cutter way to look at this type of an issue. Oh, no. You no. know, because there are some circumstances where it is like, get the hell out. What are you doing? Taking him or her back. Like, mm-hmm. this is clearly not working. But right. that's not necessarily the same for everybody. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I had a coworker years ago. This is way back in the archives of working. And I worked for this agency and I had a coworker and she was best friends with one of the other women in the office. And they had been best friends for years, way before I ever came on the scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. And one was married and had some kids, and the other one was divorced. She had kids, but she was divorced, mm-hmm. okay? But they hung out a lot and spent a lot of time together. And then w- one ended up having to have surgery, and she had a gallbladder surgery. So she was kind of um, laid up in bed for a while recovering, and her best friend would come over at night and fix the family dinner and hang out and help take care of her. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, fast forward a few weeks and she's having some problems and she goes to the doctor and she finds out she's got chlamydia. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Which happens to be a great way to get caught. Uh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So she knows she hasn't been with anyone. Mm Mm-hmm. So she confronts her husband and he comes clean and he has been having an affair with her best friend while she's laid up in bed 
after surgery. Oh, what did I see? Yeah, in their house. Her friend was just helping him feel better. Well, right. That's you all know? that was. She, she was doing more than fixing dinner. Oh, wow. She, <laughs> she was servicing all of his needs. <laughs> so, but they're an example of a couple that chose to um, stay together. Oh, really? Yep, they stayed together. And interestingly enough, they both still worked in the same office. Did they stay friends or did they just kind of? Kind of, not, no, they, not like they were. I mean, they were both politically correct at work. Right. You know, they did not let it interfere with their job. I was amazed that they could both pull that off. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. But they did. Wow. Yep. Yeah. It was it was a little bit um, like tense around there in the beginning because the entire office knew it was not a secret. Oh yeah, no, it was not a secret. Wow, mm -hmm. walking by each other by the water fountain, slut. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know darn well they didn't hang out after work anymore. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. That but. friend needed to find a new uh, mm -hmm. garage to service. Right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I mean, it just happens. It's it's sad, but it does. Yeah. Yep. It really does. Yep. So any other things you want to bring up about our cheating emailer bastard husband? Cheating emailer bastard, bastard husband. husband? <laughs> no, no. I think, <laughs> I think that there was a lot of good information. Yeah. And... You know, it's one of those I feel bad for anyone going through it. Right. Um, but just remember that there's so many layers and different reasons and different drives. Well, I'm glad she's going back to counseling. Yeah. And I like the fact that she said at the end, and this is because I'm the therapist, but she said this time I'll listen. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, you know, that has happened to me many times where people do not want to hear what I have to say. Yeah. And they leave and don't come back because they they're not ready to hear it and or they think i'm maybe they think i'm just wrong mm -hmm. you know but the fact that she says this time i'll listen because she's got a lot of healing to do yeah well she's she's tried yeah there's been many yeah, many exactly. many many years of more chances right right and it's it's i think it's healthy at this point to realize that he has zero self-control mm-hmm Yep. And he needs to just be able to go and live that life with no, with not being tied down anymore. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And face the consequences. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So. Wow. Alrighty. Well, well, we appreciate you, uh, you sending us that email. Yeah. And well, sharing what's going on in your life. Cause that's not easy. No, it's not. Um, if any of you have any fun stories, any questions, you know, feel free to send them in. We love to receive them. Super interesting. Yep. Um, and remember, if you guys want some bonus content, check out our Patreon. The uh, link to that is in our show notes. And just uh, remember to like, share, boost us along, tell Listen. your friends. Listen. <laughs> Obviously, you're listening if you've gotten this far. Right. But uh, we just appreciate all of you, and we will catch you next time. 